Greetings Blood Bowlers and welcome to the All or Nuffle podcast, your one-stop shop for all things Blood Bowl. Greetings Blood Bowlers and welcome back to another episode of All or Nuffle and today we're going to be talking about some Skaven and I'm joined by my friend and long-term Skaven coach, Gav. Hello. Thank you for coming on mate. So we're going to do... I know you, you listened to episode two, Wood Elves, didn't you? Yes. Um, we're going to do basically the exact same structure for every team. And today is the turn of the Dirty Rats. So, first of all, mate, let's introduce you a little bit. How long have you been playing Blood Bowl? How did you get into it and all that business? So, um, I started originally back in college, back in two thousand and. Who this was like? Wow, the, so f- first edition then, really? Yeah, like, near enough. Um, what happened was I was at college, went to, to a mate's house. He pulled out the little ball board. Uh, I said, "What's this?" And he was like, "We're basically gonna play a game and uh, show me what to play." And basically started playing a few games. Got really into it. Made my own teams. Then sort of fell out with the game because we sort of moved, we sort of drifted about as mates. Then we sort of we do. Still, still talk, but well, sorry to interrupt you. What I don't think out there is that Blood Bowl then got neglected for many, many years by yeah, Games Workshop. I felt it? like it got, yeah, it got put on the hiatus. But you're talking with... like what 17 years between edition one and two, yeah, 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 I agree, yeah. So when uh, Covid hit, um, I sort of Found myself needing something to do, uh, and I used to collect uh, Magic the Gathering, and I was on a, a site that also collected Blood Bowl. Oh, right. And I just oh, clicked it straight in, and then immediately found a Skaven team, started click that in there, and then started playing. I had a few friends who I tried getting into and didn't particularly catch, and then got into, met with you. Uh, so who? Well, you, you actually, I, 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 if can just interrupt for a second. Yeah, I'll no. tell you the exact story. So I used to, I told these guys who were listening a couple of episodes ago. I used to play forty k and Middle Earth. What well, it didn't used to be called Mesberg back then. It used to be just Lord of the Rings. Everyone used to call it. Yeah, I remember the game. Um, I used to just play that, and then obviously it took like a fifteen year break, and then obviously things were leaning, becoming more lenient after COVID. And I came down to Ian's house, who was a mutual friend of ours. Yeah. Um, and you guys were playing uh, Age of Sigma. Um, yeah. And I were explaining to you, like, oh, I used to be into all these dice games, tabletop games when I was younger, but I've had a really long break, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And obviously, at this point, we'd met enough times for you to know that I were a New England Patriots fan, as are you. As I am. And I just remember, halfway through a sentence, you pointing at me and saying, interrupting my my sentence of me like oh you would love blood bowl and like yes. and then like three weeks later you gave me my first ever game at ian's again yeah and then three weeks after that i bought the second I, season edition box the simple as that i have i always felt bad about that because i introduced you to it how i would introduce most other people oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. File. i basically went here's the human team which are a good team in themselves and i went right i'm gonna play skaven so the hatred was no, always no. there let me interrupt you again <laughs> What you did is you made me play the benchmark, run of the mill, middle of the park team, yeah. and then you said, So what I'm gonna do is play one of the most OP teams in game. Yeah. <laughs> Try I, I thought if fire. you if you could stay with the game after being absolutely annihilated by them, then you would love the game. Yeah. 
And it was, do I take it easy? I mean, let's face it, we're sat here doing a Blood Bowl podcast, so it obviously fucking worked. (laughs) It it was, do I play Orcs and let him play humans or give him the choice? And I went, no. He wouldn't want me to go easy on him. So I thought I'll fetch my Skaven and I'll just show you how, how diverse it, it could all hey, be. I don't think it was bad. I think I think it, it was two nil two one to you. Yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah. I yeah, I think it was. Yeah. Because I I thought if you if you get the, the the taste of what a touchdown felt like. Well that's it, isn't it, yeah. And I, I think if you ever do teach somebody if this is for everybody, I think if you ever teach somebody blah blah even if it is just giving them a touchdown, giving them that sense Trying to... Uh, now, if I'm ever teaching anybody how to play Blood Bowl, my main goal is, like you said, let them sample what it feels like to, you know... Try everything. Construct and choreograph the events that lead to a touchdown. Yeah. For me, my alt rule is always make sure they get a taste of everything, yes. whether that's ensuring that they foul somebody so they get to see what a foul's yeah. like, uh, make sure they do a rush or go for it or whatever. Yeah. Like, make sure they have a go. Obviously, there's some that you can't. For example, if you're playing a team that's really good at passing, you're not likely going to be able to do throw teammate in the same game. But depending on what team you're playing, getting them to have a little a, a sample of everything that that team has to offer, we in, like, you know, the, the rules at game is absolutely key. Because as we all know, Blood Bowl's main thing is that it's just chaotic. Yes. It's just absolute chaos. So the more you have a go at, the more that case you're going to get, the more crazy it's going to be, the more you're going to love it. Yeah. And I find always asking somebody, so what do you want to do? What kind of team do you want to play? Yeah, exactly. Sitting, sitting down and having that discussion. It's like if... I, I felt like I, I sort of got... When I did my trial one with you, I sort of felt like I gave you a bit of a disservice. It was like, this is what you're playing, but it had enough... Human team has enough of everything for you to learn everything about the game straight off the bat. I agree. You've got a big giant farmer ogre. Yeah. You've got some blitzers who are going to be running around annihilating people. Yeah. And you've got not amazing, but moderately good throwers who are throwing to really capable catchers on human team. Yeah, and they're quick as well. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, you, you kind of get the, you get a, to sample bash. You get to sample the dash. Yeah. Like, you know, you get you get the best of both worlds, really. Yeah, I agree with that. But, yeah, anyway, we uh, what, what led you to choose Skaven? I know, like the you've just said, the events that led to your picking Skaven. Well, what were it the models? I know that you've said you've played Skaven in other games, haven't you? Like not just Blood yeah, Bowl. Yeah, I played them in. Um, I played them in AOS, but it was it really was before then. It was like the first game I played. It went, who do you want to play as? And he got out a bunch of players, and I was like, we'll keep it simple. And I played the human team. My friend, who he also tried teaching, and played the orc team. Yeah. And we thought, right, we'll keep that basic and simple. And I picked up this one model that he had, in, and I was like, what is this? And it was a gutter runner. And he went, oh, these are Skaven. I went, explain this to me. <laughs> so it was the looks, it was yeah. the appearance. And then he went, when you buy your own team, I'll tell you more about them. So then I ended up living with the guy and a couple of other guys from college. And we went down to a Games Workshop, never played 40k, and they went, right, pick out a 40k team. And I was like, what's this over here? And they went, uh, that's fantasy. I said, well, I want more of that. <laughs> and they went, oh, I said, well, I'll tell you what I really want, Blood Bowl. And they went, and this at this point, it, it was a catalogue, and you've got to pick up the catalogue, flip through it. Oh, because they didn't have all the like, like, more niche stuff yeah, in yeah. stock. Yeah, it was just basically pick it, it'll be here within two weeks. Uh, and <laughs> I was like, so instead of spending 50 quid back then on a box for 40k, I went, I spent 40 quid on two Blood Bowl teams. 
And Which... one of them was almost certainly going to be Skaven. Yeah. What, what other one? Dark Elves. Dark Elves. And um, my friend plays similar teams. He plays Skaven, he plays Dark Elves. And which was always when we played each other, it was either who's playing Dark Elves, who's playing Skaven. Yeah. Um, and genuinely, from that day on, I, I, I always and will always consider myself, though I have fringed out into other teams, I consider myself yeah, a Skaven yeah. player. So, obviously, you picked them based on what they look like, which is admirable, yeah. picking a team before you know what the I didn't know anything about them, yeah. Um, what is, in hindsight, not in hindsight, but after learning more about them on the tabletop, and not even when you first learnt about them on the tabletop and the rules, right now, as Gav, who's played, how many close to how many games do you think you've played as Skaven? Or even against Skaven? I very rarely, I very rarely played against Skaven. I think I may have played five games against Skaven. I played overall probably 30 to 40 games with Skaven. So, as Gav, with that knowledge, what is it about them rules-wise, meta-wise, or not even meta, but what is it about them as a team and their rules and the way that you have to play them that is sort of like finely tuned with the way that you want to play? So, I find that though they are very expendable, yeah, um, there are certain pieces to this sort of Skaven puzzle that no matter how busted or broken the game is, there is always a chance of winning. And yeah. that's from the first turn to the last turn. Yeah, and I mean that's that that's the case with a lot of, of the teams that um, are on the squishier side who yeah. are more susceptible to becoming hurt. Yeah, you tend to get like because you're quite easily killed. You're usually quite fast, which means that even with very limited numbers on pitch, you can still find a way from the depths of despair and then being in the jaws of defeat because of your crazy movement and agility. You can somehow fathom away that's yeah that's a little bit of what i like with wood elves yes exactly with wood elves what i like is um i'm a, well i'm gonna retell a story from uh, a tournament that i won last year in like back in october um the guy pushed me right back to my end zone and yet he got the ball i ran around with the war dancer blitzed and then knocked him over it dropped the ball i moved on to the ball picked it up Passed it on to a second war dancer who moved up just shy of the halfway line, handed it off to a passer who moved up, um, quick passed it to a catcher, run and scored. It literally went from my end zone, nearly the opponent scoring, to me scoring in a matter of one, four dice rolls. And it's yeah. just moments like that. Yeah. Like, yep, yeah, the team's stronger than me. They've pushed me all the way back. I've got people KO'd and people injured. But look where I've just managed to pull off. I that's the, a, that's what I enjoy as well. So we're very a, similar in that yeah, regard. I had a similar scenario with the Chaos team where I was pushed all the way back. Yeah. And then it was it was a nil-nil, second half, three turns left. And I generally think he would have had the better of me. And then I left a gutter runner halfway up the field and I've just left him there for ages. And he was like, what are you going to do with this player? I'm like, I don't know yet. And it was only until he dropped the ball through a, a go for it. Yeah. Picked it up, passed it, ran it, handed it off, straight up. Yeah, it reminds so, me of that ticky-tacky football, yeah. like like ping-ponging yeah. it from one player to the next. And, and it spin. was like, it, it required picking up the ball, two or three dodgers out. Yeah. Passing it, sorry, running it up, passing it to another, sorry, handing it off to another goal runner. And then 
running the length of the field. So yeah. if within a turn, I'd covered the length of the field and won one nil. That exactly. And, and I find that with Skaven, my biggest selling point. If I, if you do anything, there is no point in this in that game that you will never feel like this is absolutely a loss. Yeah. You might feel like there's moments where it's close, but yeah. there'll always be that little flasher like, we yeah. can still do something. We can one, do something. For me, one piece, will, and, and I find that the more I play, that the more I don't always rely on the gutter runner. I rely on various other things to happen in order to get... Though, for though, the gutter runner yeah. to take advantage yes, of. Yes, yes. It's like, that's the cherry on top. Yeah. It's like, bees are the recipe. Yeah. This is what happens. Now, you see, that plays quite similar to a Wood Elf War Dancer. Yes. Like... Don't get me wrong, I have played it this way where you're very aggressive with the war dancer and because it's a blodger, you're running in, doing crazy, even two two dice uphill blocks sometimes because you've got blodge, so there's not a lot going to yeah. knock you down. Um, but there's times where I'll just have him, let's just imagine, like, speak about it in, like, American football terms, have him in sort of, like, a linebacker position yes. and play, play very observational, like, he ain't going anywhere until there is something abundantly clear that he can take advantage of. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Kind of like that. So in summary, Skaven, you like Skaven for the same reasons that I like Wood Elves. It's the, yeah, you might get battered, you might get pushed around, you might get bullied, and you might have moments where you think, God, this isn't much fun, but then you'll know, something will just click. It'll be like you'll see stars align, and you're saying, oh, there's this player's in this range for a handoff, then I can, and it's just like, this is where this team's coming to its own. Yeah. That is exactly what I like. I mean, another tip that I've found with playing football is if you make your opponent feel like he's capable of absolutely running off the field and they become back, complacent. Yeah, and they make mistakes. Yeah, and, absolutely. And you cannot afford to ever do that with what else or Skaven. No. No, they will. Yeah. It's like I, in the exact same tournament I've just been on about, I lined up with, no, he lined up with um, Blackhawks. Um, he were kicking to me. And didn't have to do this but I just very politely said you do realise you've left us two square gap at one at sidelines yeah yeah that's fine I went I'm playing wood elves like I'm going to set somebody straight up on that gap and get eight squares into your backfield and probably stand a better chance of being net ball than your team and you know I just ended up with me pointing out I let him change it just a little bit of etiquette but it's just it really does you've got to be so careful when setting up against fast teams so careful because yes. any the slightest weakness it will be exposed a yeah. thousand percent. I I imagine it's though there's fast teams that will beat you with an hammer. Fast teams will beat you with a scalpel. Yeah, 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 absolutely, absolutely. And then it, I mean, think a leap on a war dancer. He can just literally cut straight through yeah. you any line you make. Anyway, this is not a wood elf episode. This is a scaven <laughs> episode. Um, so now we've had a little bit of a talker. The type of team that Skaven is, why you like them, what you actually is there anything that you don't like about Skaven before we move on to going through different positions and discussing the stats? Um, no, I don't think there's anything particularly. I don't, I think the only thing I find is, is I find it more amusing than hatred is the hatred for Skaven. <laughs> I, th- I think it's just haters have got to hate that's it, haters because they ain't us, yeah. Haters cuss the haters. Right, so we're going to go... You've got your rule book open there, aren't you, mate? So yeah. we can both see the same stuff. Um, have you got it in the same order as me? Lineman, thrower, runner, blitzer, ogre? Yes. Yep, so we'll just work top front list. So we'll start with the bread and butter of every single team in all of Blood Bowl. The lineman. 
So you can take 0 to 16, which does mean, yes, you could fill your entire team and your entire bench with linemen. I don't know any maniac that's ever done it, nope. but it is possible if that's what you're into. Um, the cost, pre- am I right in thinking that this is 50, is 50 grand the cheapest you can get linemen for in game? There's nobody at 45, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming some of the stunty stuff. There, there is, there's the skeleton and the zombies at 40k. Correct, there is, yeah, absolutely. So, I would I would say Skaven Lyman, middle at park for pricing. Yeah, it's, and I think kind I, of where you need to be. I think you, you, you pay, you're paying for that movement seven, really, aren't you? Yeah, you're paying for the movement seven. I think also the, um, yeah, I would dare say the agility and maybe even, because the pass is four plus, which is 50-50. Not terrible on alignment Not at terrible. all. No. So we've got strength three. Uh, movement seven, sorry, obviously, which is really fast, but that's what you expect from Skaven. Strength three, bog standard benchmark for linemen across game. Um, yeah. So you're not really paying for anything there. Edge three plus, slightly above fifty percent chance. No, that's not bad. Not good for picking ball yeah, up. Middle of the pack, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, like you say, little. I, I didn't actually realize passing four plus on alignment is not terrible at all. No, no, not by any stretch. Not terrible at all. And if they're picking up the ball on a three plus, if like, you have. A re-roll, and believe me, with Skaven in the um, lineups I'm going to show you, there you'll see the reasons why I, I highlighted passing a four plus because re-rolls would be important for stuff like that. Yeah. And yet again, this is the you feel like all hope is lost. Well, that's not so bad. Yeah. So here is as you would expect for this type of team, armor eight plus. Yeah, that's about where I'm, it's, yeah, yeah. I'm at. Yeah. I mean, you're playing a fast team. It's movement seven. You've only paid 50k for it. You would be very surprised to find anything higher than eight plus for its armor. To be honest, I think if you dropped it down to seven plus and still had it at 50k, I wouldn't grumble at that. Really? Yeah, seven. absolutely. I wouldn't. Now you at see, that. for me, the difference between eight plus armor and seven plus armor is astronomical. No, I, I, I still think you'd be alright. For me, if yeah. I had, if if you took a player that wore nine armor and dropped him down to eight, I'd be like, ah. Oh. But eight to seven for me is like a. <sighs> no, I, I think as a Skaven player, you won't be bothered by that. Well, yes, yeah, yeah. I suppose it's what you're more, what you're more used to playing. Because yeah. obviously, my second most amount of games I've played is Necromantic Horror. Mm-hmm. You've got some armor nine and ten on there. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, I'm, course, I'm used yeah, to yeah. a little bit of. Um, no skills on the lineman, um, which. No. We a lot of the older teams is quite common. I don't only think it's with like newer teams like Imperial Nobility, yeah, um, Amazon, and the not. I think Norse that, as well. Yeah, I think yeah. they It's kind of like an old school thing where they had no skills. Yeah. Also, going back to like uh, the, the zombies and skeletons, I mean, they average generated fixed skull, but it's that's kind of into the aesthetic of the game of of, yeah. the, of the theme of of the art. Yeah, obviously, Undead are an older team, and they yeah. The only reason they've been given skills is because it's within theme of the race yes, and obviously the Sylvanian spotlight and that. Yeah. Um, so your Skaven lineman primary access general. Yeah, that's about yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I would have maybe preferred maybe agility, agility in there. Maybe yeah, maybe GNA. Yeah. However, I think it's more your secondaries. Yeah, the reason I mean, why I mean, let's face it, so good. Just a quick one, actually. Are you? I know. There's kind of like two schools of Skaven coaches, although I'm sure that's sure there's more, but in this scenario, I'm imagining two. One is people who go heavy on normal skills, and then the other is people who go really heavy on mutations. Do you favour one or the other, or do you have a bit of a mixed bag? Or So, um, with 
Because I do play Denison's as well. Because play. really quick, so primary is G, secondary is agility, mutation, strength. That's yeah. why I brought So if I, got, if, if I rolled for a secondary, I'd be almost certainly not taking agility. I'd be taking mutation. Yeah? Yeah. And the reason why is because I think the mutations would... There's enough in the in the mutations to be just as good as the agility or the general. Yeah, no, I agree. I, t I tend to find what mutation is... Although not all of them, but a lot of them, I my I, I generally tend to think of the ones that are. Um, they also get strength as a secondary as well. Yeah, which is surprising. Like, and I don't think there's anything you'd take for that. No, not when you've got access to mutation. Because this is what I'm about to tell you. I think that a lot of mutations. The I think the best mutations are not the ones that make your team better. I think the ones that make things harder for your opponent. Yeah. Your prehensile tail. Yeah. Um, Two heads and all that business, I think. Is that. Yeah, because they can't. That's the one. Yeah, I'm, I might have got that wrong. I'm not very well schooled on mutations. I've only ever played one at Chaos Teams. So, um, two heads is something like. It's harder to knock them. It's harder to. I don't think you get the. They can't. Uh, what's the skill? Here we go. I've got it. I've quickly Googled yeah. it. Oh, good. Um, having two heads enables this player to watch where he's going and the opponent trying to make sure he does not get there at the same time. Add one to all dodge rolls. Yes. Yeah. Which is just brilliant. Yeah. Um, yeah, so secondary agility, mutation, strength. I would tend to agree with you. I would and definitely favour mutation over either of them. Yeah. Maybe get dodge using agility, but... Other than dodge. I would say if you're deep into a league and your first clan rat, say you get two clan rats that get a second skill. So you get a general skill. Take tackle. Yeah. Because that, as you get, as we go further along the list, you'll see the reasons why tackle becomes a bit more important for a Skaven team. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So the covered lineman, let's move on to the thrower. So you can take a maximum of two Skaven throwers, and here's where we get into the costly players. Um, sitting at 85k, yeah. without speaking about its statistics and stuff now, because we're going to go into detail with them, just really quick, do you think that price is justified? Do you think it should be a little bit cheaper, or could should they be a little bit more expensive based on? Um, I'd say, and though you are not going to like this, <laughs> the best thrower in the game. Yeah? Yeah. Really? Well, you can. They see my can throw, my thrower costs five k more, but I've got one better agility. It's agility two plus. Yeah. So, but, you can take, but as you go along, you'll see there's a secondary of mutation. Yeah. So eighty five k, same movement as lineman at movement seven, um, strength three, yeah. um, agility three plus. Mm -hmm. Is the kicker. Passing two plus, which is as good as as you say yeah, as, yeah. A, as a wood elf uh, passer, um, still sitting at that eight plus armor though. But as you say, is the skills are what matters. We got a pass skill, obviously meaning we get a free reroll if we fail a pass. Do they have short hands? They do have short hands. Right. So yeah, I'd, okay, I'd say they're just the same. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no! Does wood elf passer have short hands? Yes. No, no. So yeah, I'd say we're better. Yeah. I'd... The reason why, and I'm sure your listeners will understand, 
How frustrating is it for you to not pick up the ball? Yeah, to have absolutely everything you need to be able to complete a pass but can't get the ball. Yeah. Yeah. Skaven had don't have that problem. But do you not think that Skaven pass has been given sure hands because it's got one point less in agility than a Wood Elf? Yeah. But I imagine a Skaven player picking up the ball and in the same turn passing it and then he's in the backfield for the rest of the drive. Yeah, true, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, passing sure hands and then primary... As you can expect with it being a passer, we've got general and passing. Mm-hmm. If you're taking a skill from either of those schools, general or passing, what's the first one you're taking on this guy? Accuracy. Accuracy, yeah. And Not, it's or cannoneer? <laughs> no, accuracy. Yeah. Um, if you can't get the dinking and dunking right. Yeah. And, I imagine, and, and with Skaven, you add dinking and dunking because you will always have people around you to try and yeah. bash you. So it's, well, I think whilst... The Wood Elves excel on the long pass where, the, like you, I think you said, where more of the short dinking and dunking and then the running. Yeah, get, the, the ticky-tacky. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Up, like scuttering up yeah. the field, literally. Yeah, uh, imagine like a screen pass or a... Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Or like a, a little flea flicker. Of... Yeah. yeah, we would absolutely be flea flicker. <laughs> There's probably people who like Blood Bowl listen to this who have no interest in American football who don't know how satisfying it is to see a flea flicker pl- pass in the NFL get pulled and, off. And those <laughs> who do have just cheered. Oh, God, absolutely. it's so tasty. I mean, the uh, the Julian Edelman one. Yeah. Or even Chris Hogan, when he played for us, he pulled off a couple of good... Um, I, did, yeah. I remember him once throwing one to um, Danny Amendola. That one is just amazing. Beautiful. Yeah. Anyway... That's a that's real life sports ball, not yeah, fantasy yeah. sports ball. Um, so we've got general passing for primary. Um, secondary is the exact same as lineman. AMS, so agility, mutation, strength. I think it's probably the same here that you're going to choose some of those mutations that yeah, improve course, passing. Yeah. yeah. Probably. For, that's what I mean. I'm not even a Skaven player and I don't play really any teams that get mutations, but it just feels like a little bit of a no-brainer, doesn't it? Yeah, no-brainer, really. Um, I mean, which what mutations... Is there to help with passing? I know there's a lot to make your opponent's passing worse. Wow, I've just literally flicked straight to the mutation page. <laughs> so, um, I think extra arms. Yeah, is that a plus one to passing? Oh, for, ca- for picking up and catching the ball, it's a one plus modifier. So they'd be picking up on a two. Two plus. Yeah. With sure hands. Yeah. Um. Which obviously just it, it sort of levels the playing field. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And also, why not, why why not go for something like disturbing presence or foul appearance just to stop your players from stop stop your opponents? Because as, as soon as you get that first pass off, like I said, he's in the backfield, getting more involved. Yeah. What well, once the ball's behind yeah, your opponent, he's doing fuck all, isn't he? Yeah. He's just in the background. He's just yeah. You it, might as well equip him to be able to disrupt. Yeah, the line of scrimmage. Tail, like you said, big head. Um, I tell you, another one would be disturbing uh, presence. Is actually, a really good idea. Yeah, because if he's going to be Arms. in backfield, if they for whatever reason manage to reverse it and come back up, like what is it? How many squares is it? Win three or four squares. You can't attempt. You're a minus one to yeah. attempt to pass. Yeah, that yeah, that's not a bad or idea at all. Is one for your horns. Gives a plus one to strength when blitzing. When blitzing, now, yeah. Now imagine if by some miracle they've taken the ball off to go run and halfway down making and they an push offensive. into your backfield. Yeah. You've got and somebody he's still there. He can blitz by himself on a foot on a four. Yeah. So he'll be getting those two dice. Yeah. Yeah. No. That, yeah. Horns is probably 
the most standout, especially if, like you say, if the idea is to keep him in the backfield after he's um, passed off. And if they do come back, and like you say, the horns, yeah, that's a Just good idea. Just check out the very long legs ability. Because that, uh, additionally, this player may improve, uh, give a 2-plus modifier to interfere with a pass. Now imagine if really? It, yeah. Wow. And they also ignore the cloud buster skill. Oh, uh, nobody has that bar in high elves, do they? No, no. Which, yeah, again, these are things, you, I mean, they're, they're insequential compared, because I don't think, I think nine times out of ten, you're taking a pass skill. Yeah, definitely. And if it's a mutation, you'd be taking something like that. And that is, I think when you pass putting on a mutation onto a thrower or any other, play, yeah. it's usually right, this is something to, like you said, to disrupt the, the opponent, not to make your life any better. Yeah, because yeah, I find yeah. they've got enough in their bag already to make them win. Yeah, definitely. So, shall we move on to the star of the show? Yep. Everything that you need. <laughs> so, you can take a maximum of four of these guys, and we are obviously talking about the gutter runner, um, sitting at 85k. Movement, nine. Yep. Which is, unchallenged, the highest any model in the game has. Yeah. So, these guys, with... Sprint can move nine squares, then rush for free, effectively being able to move 12 squares, which for anybody listening, from the line of scrimmage, would move them in one turn, one square away from scoring. Yeah. And they're only 85k. Mm -hmm. That's wild to me. Fair enough, they're only strength two. I get it, that's weak. Two plus agility, fantastic. Four plus passing, as we discussed earlier on linemen, is not bad. Eight plus armor, standard, and they come with dodge. See, there's only I think for me there's... this is this uh, this entire section now is f you have to justify to me why they aren't ninety five k. Right, but also there's there's two stats I think you need to look at yeah. when you're looking, and there's only two. Forget the strength, forget the agility because it's two plus. So yeah, that's good, right? Forget the passing ability, you don't need it. Forget the armor, you don't need it. Don't, even the dodge is yeah. The two things you need to look at when you is. 85k, yeah, yeah. Movement, 9. And the fact you can have four of them. Correct. I, I, I generally... I, I can't justify it. <laughs> I can't. I can't justify it. You're going to say, I can't justify it, but that's how it is, so get uh, over it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, um, the... I must admit, Skaven are fun to play against for people who use a lot of gutter runners because... And I'm not just saying this in like a comedic, or a comedic way, but in my opinion, with how overpowered gutter runners are, it makes it very fun to take them away from Skaven players. Yes, yeah. To to see a Skaven player's heart shatter into a thousand pieces and wonder, how am I going to win this when you kill the gutter runners? It's phenomenal. If you eliminate all four, then yeah. That oh, God, yeah. If yeah. They only I mind you, I've never played against anyone who's took four. Never. I think Max, you ever took against me is three. Yeah, I've never played against four. Um, I have played four, and it's only very rare scenarios I play four. Very teams I play four, and that's generally because I know generally they can't hurt me. Halflings, goblins. Yeah, 
There's yeah. no that they can fetch out that would be, yeah. Yeah, three yeah. in a scenario where you think right, I can safely put four strength two players on here and not be in too much danger. Yeah, I think the only reason I played you because I think we were in a league, and you I fetched three because I wasn't playing you first and somebody injured a gutter runner first game and it missed next game and I was been definitely playing for. I think that might be about right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I mean for me. They are the most overpowered position on the game. But, in translation, once you take away the bitterness, what I'm effectively saying is they're probably the best position in the game. Yeah. I dare say they're the best piece in the game. Next to the war dancer. I'm going to offer a third party to this. Werewolf. Werewolf from Necromantic Horror. Yeah. Okay, so... Yeah. Once we do the Necromantic one... Which, I don't, I'm not going to... Say I'm here, but once we finish recording, I'm going to reveal you to you the order I've got kind of in mind. Yeah, and I get that. And to be honest, I've got one in my my top three out of those three. Yeah, 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 definitely. So, um, go on, sorry, mate. What are you saying? Just on the flip reverse, because I have to be in this game player. Yeah, yeah, naturally. When you said that you hurt somebody, it someone's got a runner, and it does hurt. I'm not going to lie, and you take it away. How much do you think? how good it feels knowing full well that they've pinned you all the way down and then within two moves they've scored with a gutter runner. Oh god yeah there's there's nothing more frustrating than playing against somebody with multiple gutter runners killing one and thinking ha ha but then next turn the other two team up and score in like matter of like seconds. Yeah. Yeah absolutely it's like reverse heartbreak immediately. Yeah of course yeah. Absolutely. And that's what we love we love reverse heartbreak it's like <laughs> So now we uh, we move on to a bit of, I'm going to say it, a bit of an unsung hero of the Skaven team for me. These yeah. are the ones that when I've played against you and indeed anybody else that plays Skaven are a bit, they surprise me. Yeah. Like, I'm always surprised. Like, no matter how many times I play you, I'll knock down one of your Skaven Blitzers and I'll go, eight armor, yeah, and you'll go, nope, nine. And yeah. it's like, oh, God, yeah, shit. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to lie that. They've dug me out of a fair few holes. These are your screen blockers. Yeah, yeah, definitely. In, in every sense of the word, it's like that one player that might stop you from scoring a touchdown when you go to run it. Yeah. You run up a line, a lineman next to it, and then you blitz in with your blitzer. Yeah, absolutely. So you can take two of them, which is surprising. I thought you might have been able to act. I thought that you would have been able to take the same amount of them as you can gutter runner and it would force you to choose a little bit more do you know we and being similarly priced oh, there's the dream yeah <laughs> so you can take a maximum of two scaven blitzers they're going to set you back more than the movement nine gutter runner by 5k 90k yeah for your 90k you're getting seven movement which looking at the roster is pretty standard for um scaven you've got your strength three agility three plus um, passing the worst passes on the team barring the Rat Ogre who can't pass at all mm -hmm. um, and 9 plus armour with the skill block yeah. which on an agility team is beautiful Yeah, yeah. I mean you've got your um, your blitzers from Dark Elves that also start with it any, any agility team that you start off with like a general or strength skill rather than an agility one is always a good start in my opinion. Yeah, I agree with that, yeah. So, other than, what is the, with a Skaven Blitzer, what is the, what makes them 
stand out. Well, no, sorry, because they don't stand out. They stand out to me, <laughs> but that's because I've become like more aware of whatever bit of an unsung hero they are. Yeah, yeah. What gives them that? Like you know, you said the the right like, to be that player. Yeah. What what gives them the reputation? Maybe not to everybody, but at least between me and you, are like they surprise me. I'm always surprised. Like oh god, it is nine armor. Like I think it it might be the way that you use them. To be fair. Like, because they're always positioned in places surrounded by the lower armor guys. It's like, oh, I can just hit anybody and break armor on an eight. And then it's like, nope, that's nine. Yeah, it's... For me, I find that the fact is block is probably one of the best traits in the game. Yeah. Um, And that the fact is you'll be nine times out of ten blitzing without this this guy, unless you have a rat over. Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, And I think, like, late league, mid league... Probably you will be picking up a skill if they get the strength as a primary. While we're on that, what's the very first skill you gain to a blitzer on top of block? So I would, obviously, if I'm running two, I'd give one tackle and I'd give the other one dodge. And I'd initially make a, a, a slightly slower um, Skaven um, goal runner. All right, a okay. slightly worse, a pauper. A pauper type... Uh, so you're gonna turn one into a, a blodger, a pseudo gutter runner. Right. Okay. Because for what you're not moving, and you, I mean, it's still strength. It's still movement seven. Yeah. And it's strength three. So you're essentially like, yeah, you're getting a blodger because he's got block and dodge. Yeah. Um, and you're getting better strength, better armor for the cost of two movement. Yeah. Essentially. So yeah, one would almost certainly get tackle, just to got because I would, I would think if I was going down the outside, the the people would put, the person I'm facing would put, a, a someone would dodge on the outside as well. Yeah, and that would and that tackle would nullify that. Yeah, absolutely. So, primary access, general and strength, as we've just discussed, sort of things. You'd Mighty blow is if you took a strength one. Oh god, yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, secondary. We've got agility, mutation, and passing. So these guys have actually... These are the only other positional on the team with access to passing, either in primary or secondary. Yeah, it's very strange that you would have passing. I find that to be a weird one. But mutations, I would be taking horns, tentacles... Uh, yeah, with, with this guy... Tail. With this guy, I think you want to take a more aggressive mutation. Claws. Claws. Well, claws would be a good one. Alternatively, because somebody would be wanting to break that eight armor to mm-hmm. take iron hard skin, which yeah. stops claws. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, we if especially if imagine if it's late league, you've already did him dodge. You've got your blodger sticking a mutation on top of that just to make him a bit more deadly when he's attacking himself. It'd be absolutely phenomenal. So I think with horns, <clears throat> if I took a mutation, I'd be almost certainly giving him horns. Yeah. So moving on to the most controversial. For you personally, Gav, yeah. of all the positionals on the Skaven team, is the Rat Ogre. And the reason it's so controversial for you is because it costs you 150k to take him, but every single time I've seen you use him, it's been absolutely useless. Yeah, and he is. <laughs> <laughs> so a Rat Ogre is essentially Skaven's big guy. You can take a maximum of one. He's going to set you back 150k. What I will say is, though, six movement on a big guy is impressive. That's quite high that for a big guy. Yeah. Um, strength 5, which is pretty standard for a big guy. 
Agility 4 plus is actually pretty good for a big guy as well. Yeah. Um, no passing ability. Nil poix. Cannot attempt to pass. Any attempt to pass with him automatically fails no matter what you roll. Um, I must admit the armour is surprising. Yeah. Of 9 plus. I, I, for some reason in my head, I expect 10 plus minimum on a big, being guy. A big guy. Yeah. I just, oh, but, I mean, 150k, that's the same as the Chaos Minotaur. Yeah. And Chaos Minotaur's like, that's um, armor 10. Yeah. It's got less movement. I think that is only 5. Um, it's got a lot of similar skills. Though. In fact, I think the identical barring swap out prehensile tail for claws, I think. Uh, no, horns, sorry. the Horns, yes. That's right. Um, so anyway, moving on to skills. Animal Savagery. This is essentially Rat Ogre's version of like Bonehead, very stupid and all that that all big guys get. Um, am I right in thinking Animal Savagery is the one where you have to roll to see if you hit your own teammates? Yeah, so initially the skill is um, if you roll a dice and... It's the same as initially as blockhead one, two, and three. If you call it a block accent, it's some a block action or a blitz. Oh, that's right. If the, dice, the action you, if you're at the action you're declaring with him involves violence, i.e., yeah. a blitz or a block, he only fails on a one. Mm-hmm. But if it's just to move, he fails it on a. It's a. It's a three plus or a four plus. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. right, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and if you fail that D6 roll, he hits one of his adjacent teammates, doesn't he? Yeah. Like, if you, f- I mean, if you fail, he just goes into red regular bonehead. Yeah. If there's someone near you, you just hit the guy next to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So is that right? If, if there's nobody near you, if you fail that there's nobody near you, he just screams up at Sky and can't do anything. Yeah. Um, otherwise, he's just knocking down, which normally nine times out of ten is a lineman, and then carrying on his merry way. Yeah, I'm just going to quickly have a quick look at that because that's a skill I'm not very familiar with. To be honest, I think it, it takes a lot to sort of understand what it is. But once you read it and sort of get it down, I think it's regardless of whatever you're doing, you have to roll a 3 plus or you're hitting somebody. Right, okay. So it is what we said. If it involves violence, yeah. um, a block or a blitz, blitz. it's a 2 plus to succeed. Yeah. If it doesn't, if it's just movement, it's a four plus. If you fail, you hit one of your adjacent teammates yeah. and can continue with the action as normal. Yeah. However, if you fail it and you've got no adjacent teammates, it becomes boneheaded. Yeah, essentially. Fine, yeah. Um, so that's kind of one of the every big guy has a skill that kind of keeps him in check and gives him a chance to not be able to participate. It's one of the more lenient. Yeah, because boneheads fucking ruthless, like. And yeah. very stupid is quite ruthless as well, to be fair. Always hungry. Always hungry, yeah. Another one, pick I, up I, your own teammate and fucking eat him. Yeah. Yeah, um, animal savagery, although... I think the only thing they're losing is they can't throw a teammate. But who would they throw? No one's really small enough. Unless it was a Denison's team, you won't be, and you won't really care. It's there for just the violence. Well, yeah, true. So, also got Frenzy, which for me... Is I think is probably, I think it's up there as one of the best skills in game for me, and the reason not best than one of the most interesting skills yes. in game, and the reason it's so interesting to me is the most double-edged sword skill of the game, because yep. so many inexperienced players use frenzy and are so gung ho that they fail to realize like, oh no, you've got to work out your your assists for the second block. 
yeah. nobody seems to ever prepare for, right, I've got a two dice block here because I've got an assist, and then I'm going to push him back. You could push him back and be on a three dice uphill block. You know what I mean? Like, you've got to take yeah. That's why I find it so interesting. I, f I find what a lot of people do wrong with the big guy is trade big guys. Right. Big guy into big guy. Yeah. yeah. Generally don't understand why they do it. Well, the right. only reason I would ever do that is if I'm taking a tree man because yeah, he's, he's man strength is, six, yeah. so he can he can bully other yeah. big guys. I find that he's the exception to a rule. Everyone else, like your yetis, your trolls, your ogres, your rat ogres, why? Yeah, I don't get it. But I, I do think a lot of times... It's like, I want to see which one's harder. Why? They're both equally sad. Well, let, let, me, let me just defend people that do that for a second. I think what happens there is I think somebody commits their big guy to be in a battle with the other person's big guy on the understanding that the other person might do the same so that they stay locked together oh, and yeah. don't do much else. I could be wrong. That's that's just yeah. maybe a bit of psychology behind it that, that might be why people yeah. do that. I mean, think of like, again, the tree man. I tech him. He always gets rooted, can never do very much, no. but he gets to keep his tackle zone. I know my opponent is then going to avoid the middle of the park because they don't want to get it by a strength six player. Like, you know, I'm trying to think yeah. of like if they're thinking it's similar sort of thing, but not a tree, just like, right, if these guys stay here, that's two big guys taking up quite a big space in the middle, a lot of tackle zones and stuff. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, as he's a big guy, he's got loan of four plus. We don't need to go over what that is. Mighty blow plus one, yeah. which pretty standard for a big guy. Um, the standout thing here is Prehensile Tail, which I'm a right thinking to dodge away a minus one to your dodge yes. roll. Fantastic. I think that's probably up there with mutations as one of the as one of the best mutations in terms of being detrimental to your opponent's actions. Yeah, it's that sort of it it knocks everyone down a peg when it comes to dodging out. And there's no worse than, than they're thinking I'm just all I'm gonna have to do is dodge out this big guy's right weight and it's like wait there's a plus one modifier to it. Well that's it, like, like yeah, and everybody forgets. Like I just imagine me being surrounded my, me surrounding your rat ogre with wood elves and then me thinking I can go on my merry way and do two plus dodge yeah. outs into open and you suddenly like, Oh no, it's a three. Although it's three plus is still a very achievable dice roll, yeah. my entire mentality changes like, oh Yeah. And the, a dodge out is a turnover. Exactly. So they'll go, oh, I don't want my lineman getting beaten by this, so I'll dodge him out. Yeah, If you absolutely. fail that once, then it's right, turnover. Yeah, that's it, absolutely. Um, access to strength for a primary, as you would bloody well expect for a big guy. Everything else sitting in secondary. Yeah, not a general skill, though. So you won't be able to take block. You won't be able to take dodge. And why, why would you? You won't be able to take tackle. No. Yeah, this is just rough. Well, is so just... what is the... F All right, bear with me a second. Primary... His strength. What's the first strength skill you gain him? Um, let me just jump to him. Um, I think usually off the top of my head, it'd be something like guard. Yes, that is. That's why I crossed my fingers then, because I was just about to say. I thought, no, I'm gonna see if he's gonna say the same as what I said. Guard, guard. a thousand percent. And that's only because you'll be putting, you'll be putting that sort of pressure on your. Like you're like if you're lining up next to lineman, it helps out the lineman as well. Correct. Yeah, absolutely. And that obviously, that's what and it's kind of what the lineman. If you're putting it next to a gutter, sorry, next to a blitzer as well. There you go. And I think you'll see throughout my lineups um, that, I've, that I've created, and sh and I'll showcase you. You'll see why that's the case. Yeah. That I bring guard. Yeah, I uh, I I very much like guard. Um, so. 
or fend or fend. stand firm. I love fend. Just to stop the the frenzy back. Yeah, I absolutely love fend. I don't know why yeah. people don't like it. I think it's absolutely fantastic. So, bearing that in mind that you're going to go through some rosters with us, um, basically what I did, um, I spoke to Gav the other night and I just said, listen, you're the Skaven coach, prepare four Skaven rosters of varying types, like, you know, potentially for different play styles or taking things that you wouldn't usually take. And he's going to go through them uh, and I'm not going to critique them, I'm just going to ask questions and like stuff like mm -hmm. that. Um, what I would like you to do, though, am I right in thinking that you've added some SPP on? Nope. You've not added anything? No, but I, as I go along, I'll t like talk I about what you would add. What I'd add, yeah. Right, okay. So, Gav's got... Have you got names for them? Um, I have sort of subtitles. So Subtitle. I know which one, yeah. So, would you please grace us with your very first of four Skaven rosters, please? So, but the first one is Out of Box. This is Skaven 1 out of box. This Everything you get in yeah. box of Skaven. So you'll get two blitzers. Um, obviously, if you put in SPP, you'll be putting your tackles, you'll be putting yeah. your guard on them. Absolutely. Um, six linemen. Obviously, that's what you get in the box. Two gutter runners, two throwers. So gutter runners, you'll be taking your dodge skills, you'll be taking um, sort of stuff to help out with that. Uh, maybe even catch. Yeah. And stuff like that. Um, throwers. So just, just re let me recap really quick. You get six linemen in the box. Yep. How many throwers? Two. Two, so you get a maximum. Uh, I'd recommend, so you obviously allowed to only field 11 at a time. Yeah. I'd I'd bench one of your throwers. To keep him safe in case you lose Obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because obviously if, if someone comes and gets that first thrower, you'll have a backup. Right, so no rat ogre out no, of the box, obviously. No, no. You get two blitzers. Yeah, two throwers, yep. two gutter runners, yep. six linemen. Yeah. Um, how many rerolls you get with that? Three rerolls. So, you get you're maximizing, you're maxing out on your thrower and your blitzer, and you're taking half the amount of gutter runners you can take, and you can still afford three rerolls. I, I dare say, and I know I've been saying this a lot in this podcast, the out of box from what you get in a box, scaling her up there. If you're buying your first team that's not in the starter pack. You know, we start a box with your Imperial Guard, your Black Orcs. I and you want to play a faster team, you'd be picking Blood uh, Wood Elves, or if you want something that's straight out of the box ready to go, you'd be picking Skaven. Yeah, not a bad shout. Although I do think Necromantic is up there as one of the best out of box teams as well. Yeah, uh, Dwarves as well. Dwarves, yeah. Um, so that is that is the the setup that people who have bought just the box are probably. Probably best off running. Yeah, and I think that's just between like first couple of games, and then you can see where maybe if I wanted something, then you can sort of think maybe I want something a bit more defensive. You'd be buying a rat ogre. All right, I want to be buying. I want to get more gutter runners, so you buy the blister set that you can buy from Forge yeah, yeah. World, which comes with two gutter runners. Yeah, I mean, but we, me and you both, I know for a fact, are not against just going and buying singles on eBay at all. Oh no, of course <laughs> not. Yeah. I, think, I think the problem is is that trying to find a gutter runner single because they go so quickly. Yeah, I would imagine. So that is very much what we'll call. Although you've called it out of box, that's kind of like the bread and butter, yeah, yeah, yeah. Skaven uh, setup. So Your pumpkin spice latte of the Skaven world, <laughs> basic white bitch yes. roster. Um, so very kindly move on to your second one for us, mate. So um, this one is your rat ogre. 
introduction. So this is the the first yeah. first of the roger yeah. rosters. So yet again, your six standard linemen, two goal runners, two blitzers, a thrower, and a ratoga. Twelve players again, two rerolls. Wow. So and in theory, if you've bought the box. All you would have to do is acquire a rat ogre to be able to yeah, fill this dro- team as well. Yeah. Drop in a thrower. Drop in a re-roll, drop in a thrower, add in a rat ogre. You're done. And I think now, that- you see, that's, that's perfect for somebody who wants the option to throw, yeah. but isn't too interested in pushing for the, the throwing game. Yeah, and I think it's more you're sort of leaning towards helping out your blitzers a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. No, I like that one. And two, two re... For me, I don't know about you, two re-rolls is my sweet spot. Yeah, that's if I'm of... If I take three re-rolls, I always think to myself... That's a bonus. I could have not taken that and afforded something else. It meant, meant, in my mentality, it's like, oh, I could have not took that re-roll and afforded something else. Well, their re-rolls are only 50k. So that's not much at all, no. really, is it? Oh, no. Wow, Jesus. I think even in a league later on, you're only playing 100k for another re-roll. Okay, so, fair enough. So with the first list that were out of the box, you've kind you're kind of forced to play speedy, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. Purely so this you've is not... just this this build is just to basically ease up. You, you're thinking right, I'm fast enough. I can ease up on this a little bit, and, and now I can is, be a bit more of a bash team. Yeah, this is where you want to have a go at running and also batting yeah. people lined up across from you. Uh, yeah, I like that one, mate. I like that. What about the third one? I'm assuming I've got a feeling there's going to be a list in here that is all destruction. No, this is all go runners. All go, of course it is. So two blitzers, uh, f- four linemen, one thrower, three rerolls. Whether well, there's the option to drop a reroll and add another lineman. It's wait, say that again. Right. So four linemen. Yep. One thrower. Two blitzers. Four go runners. That's 11 players. Jesus but you have Christ. three re-rolls. You can drop a re-roll and add another lineman. I mean, you have 12 players. However, I think three re-rolls and four gutter runners. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And this is your, I want speed and I want nothing but speed. Yeah, that's it. I am happy to get annihilated yeah. at the expense of speed. Yeah, <laughs> and it's basically, I'm going to pick a gutter runner to superstar this game and basically use the other three as bait. I.e. Julian Rattleman. Yes. <laughs> is uh, he here with us today? He's like, well, I've got my entire team here, yeah, but uh, <laughs> Trisk is my whole star. He's my number 13 player. He's the um, blister pack gutter runner. I'm going to say, is he in a uh, a unique pose, isn't he? Yeah. Very nice. Um, so this one is, I must admit, although this one has got massive scoring potential, if early game, dice don't go your way. It's, it's got squishy. massive potential for you to have a lot of dead rats. Yeah, it's squishy. Uh, like the one thrower, and that's probably the first thing I'd be getting with the star player points and all the touchdowns you'd be scoring. You'd yeah. buy, or you'd be just basically churning out new gutter runners. Yeah, constantly replenishing them with yeah. winning money. Um, this one, it's fast. It's furious. It's it's everything that you need from um, a football team. Yeah. Oh dear me. So go on and give us the fourth and final one then. So I did tell you earlier, we talked about this in midweek. I said fourth one is, it's pretty dirty. Yes. Yeah. Um, 
something you can it's basically where you can have your cake and you can eat it too. Alright, okay. So it's six Lyman. Yep. One blitzer. Right. One thrower. Three gutter runners. And a right ogre. Jesus. Two rerolls. Oh my god. That is that is literally like a little bit of everything in it. You yeah. the, you can you can have a go at playing Skaven every way that they can they can possibly yeah. have a go, essentially. So initially my setup on the line would be one on either side and they've got a right down the centre. Yeah. So I'd be passing to the one in the centre with the with the thrower. Yeah, the yeah. Lyman and the uh rat ogre would be my screeners. They'd screen, knock the two out, make a path. Yeah. And then whichever path is the, on the left or the right, that got a runner will be passing down to the other, handing off to the other guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. And running for touchdown. It's and then obviously you've also got carnage at middle at field. Yeah. With your rat ogre. Yeah, this is this is um absolute nightmare fuel for yeah. people who, who do not like playing against Skaven. Skaven. In, in the two or the four got a runner. Yeah. Sorry, either the two got runners and the rat ogre formation, they don't like that. And they don't like the four got runners, no, no, sorry, four got runners, no rat ogre build. They don't like that. This is absolute nightmare feel. This is probably what I would face in a, this is what I would take in a standard league. Yeah, I mean, that's that's an absolutely crazy list. And to be honest with you, mate, every single list you've got, you've said, sorry, has got like a flavour to it. Yeah. And I think you've done a really good job there, at like, despite Skaven being a very fast team and that kind of being their identity. You've kind of showcased there that like yeah they are fast but that's you, that's not the only yeah. thing you can do with them. Like the only thing you are dropping a blitzer, like you said, it is your unsung hero. But I find that taking that aside, you you've got a rat ogre, you've got three gut runners, and there's no more better piece of advice than I'm fit for for the Skaven is your star player is you got a runner, you're scoring with you got a runner. Everything else is irrelevant. Yeah. No one, no one's celebrating the fact that you scored with a blitz, and no one's celebrating you scored with with that. Everyone will be hating you because you're scoring with a gut runner. Yeah, that's yeah, and you've perfectly encapsulated really, mate, everything we've just spoke about. So, to finish up the episode, I'm going to ask you in one sentence, what would you tell somebody who thinks they want to play Skaven but are yet to make the jump into buying team? Do it. Don't look back. Simple as that. Do it, don't look back, and just feel the heat and hatred from the <laughs> Use it as fuel. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, mate. Thank you very much for joining me. You haven't convinced me to like Skaven at all, uh, but I do appreciate you coming and have a chat, mate. It's been fun. If if I had, I'd be very, very surprised. <laughs> I know you're ride or die with elves, and I... <laughs> though, I have to admit, we, we both haven't played each other's teams. No, not yet. Not yet. I think that's because it's so... It's going to be a game. <laughs> we might have to live stream it. But um, yeah. yeah, definitely. But um, yeah, thank you very much for listening, everybody. I hope you've, uh, I hope Gav's been able to give you an insight into the Skaven team there. Certainly give me an insight tomorrow than what I already know. But like I said, he ain't convinced me to like him. But yeah, <laughs> thank you very much for watching, guys. And we'll see you on the next one.